So I like I feel it's a stereotype that black people like their meat well done. Right? Am I wrong? I've never heard of that stereotype. Okay, well I heard it before. Okay, well okay, so yeah. She heard it. Yeah, so that that's a stereotype I heard. So I'm one of those people. That's I'd rather be safe and sacrifice a little taste or whatever they think it is than okay. having my shit still uh mooing. Have you <laughs> Have you ever had a medium rare like? No, no. So the so no, so so what I'm saying. Medium? So so my cousin Mark, he he he's one of those like he he looks down upon those who has well well done meat. I wouldn't look down. And on so you. he he's a he's a medium rare guy because he's like it's he's he's sophisticated. Mm. And so we went to a bachelor party, and because he was there judging everybody. I went down. I went down for not because I'm a medium well guy, but I went down to medium just to try to meet him in the middle. <laughs> and then Debo, who everybody knows from a previous episode, <laughs> we went. We went to one of them fancy steakhouse joints in Vegas. Oh, and he asked for a one sauce, <laughs> and he was like, "Yo, the chef is gonna spit in your food for disrespecting him." Asking uh, for they is don't that, is that disrespectful to do that? To, I don't think they carry a one at the fancy steakhouse. Mm. Right, because he's like, "Yo, you trying to put like this bullshit on the steak?" So yeah, so he. Yeah, if you ask him about his meat, he's gonna tell you he wants it. I'm not know. asking anybody about their meat. Yeah, nah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't throw that on me. <laughs> oh man, look, we on. We was talking about meat and everything, man. <laughs> we just gonna get speaking of meat. We gonna get Alex's stroke game right. Oh shit. Oh yeah, we in here now. So you ain't gonna ask nobody about meat, but you worried about my stroke game. Yeah, I'm worried about your stroke game. Okay, but this is what this is what's gonna get you right. Oh, so you weren't talking about Ant. No, about- I was talking about you. Oh shit! I figured I'll follow up here now. Don't play this after you worried about my stroke game. <laughs> I know where your stroke game is, but we gonna get it right. Look, this whole musical selection is for the ladies. I'm showing, I'm shedding love to everybody. I'm gonna let it play for a little bit. You need, you need to shed a few other things. You keep telling me that your time is always taken. I keep seeing you out alone. I'm uncomfortable. Are you? This makes me feel like I'm riding in the car with you. <laughs> and this shouldn't be on. If this is me, like me and Uncle Melvin giving some game, Joey. Nah, nah, I feel you. This will get you. You get this rhythm count right. You on point. Hey. Breaking my heart. Oh, here we go. I'm about to freak it now. We get, we get real. Oh, you hear the pullback? DJ Normal Ass Carl on the ones and twos. Happy Tuesday, whatever day you listen to, but we come out on the Tuesday. I don't even listen on Tuesday. Anytime, <laughs> any place. <laughs> I want to welcome y'all to the You Wasn't Outside podcast. Listen to the Queen real quick. No matter where you listening to us, in your car, in your house, at the gym, your makeshift gym, on a plane, Riding a bike, doing whatever. I want to thank y'all. Rest in peace, Miss Rhonda. Rest in peace to anybody we lost. I'm about to freak it in a second, though, I promise you. 
Lex be hating, but I did this in one take. <laughs> I'm not hating, man. I, I like did this, this song. in one take. You don't strike me as a guy that lights candles, but this was this is what you light a candle to. Nah, she she get mad at me because I blow the candles out all the time. Hit me with the pullback. Finally, you doing something right. Hit me with the pullback. I told you. You didn't tell me shit. I told you this. I know you did. Nah, I felt like you really came at me. No, because you should be doing stuff like this. The shit you be doing? I recognize your fragrance. Hold up. You ain't never got to say shit. And I know you're a real DJ now. No, I'm real. We can talk about this. We got time today. I guess we do. Poetic justice. If I told you that a flower bloomed in a dark room, would you trust it? I mean, I write poems in these songs dedicated to you when you're in the mood for empathy. It's blood in my We rocking out. Better yet, with your friends and them. I really want to I'm going to get this off. merch coming one day. I really show you off. I'm sipping this uh, Bud Light Seltzer. Champagne. Hey, you lucky we got jobs. I'm lucky. You lucky I got a life and you got a life right. She want to go and party. Nigga don't approach up with that Atari. Nigga that ain't good game home is sorry. They say conversation. I wouldn't be Carl without a wild card. But I could never write my words. It comes to wild card. I write it down for real. P.S. My man Kyle Dion. You can get it, you can get it. Look at that blending skills. One take wonder. Hey, you're, you're, you're the dude on the basketball court that's like, oh, you see that? Score three points. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't do that, do the crossover and be like, ooh. Killed him. Bits like four open layups. KCP pretty much. That boy love him from KCP. I do. I love the underdog. He, no, he's not paid like, like an underdog. Like Let's go! <laughs> I took it easy on the horns. I don't like the way Chris looking at me right now. <laughs> what is he doing here? Hey. We grooving. Ain't no more after this. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Your daughter looking at you funny. <laughs> Listen, I want to welcome y'all to the You Wasn't Outside podcast. Oh, let's see what he got. Uh-oh. <laughs> see, right when I do the reach, huh? it's the reach every time yep. that lets you know. I'm one of your hosts not doing the most. My name is Normal Ass Carl. To my right, I have at Just Lex, a.k.a. Vincent Tango, mm. a.k.a. SPF 1000. Yep. They stop at 50. I don't even know. I think 50 is no longer legit. Like, you know, like if it says 75, you're not getting 75. You're really just getting 50. You can't be any better than just getting 50. You see my girl love me right now because hey. I'm not raising cane, so now she want to take photos <laughs> and stuff. Like this, she, another, this is another attribute of, hey, who should know this information? Why do you know that much information about sunscreen? I don't know why I know that. Because <laughs> I, I was like, 50 sound low. I feel Getting like, your bag. I feel like did, it goes higher did than we, that. Did we record what you were talking about before we got on my... I don't know. Okay. okay. I don't no, want to no, repeat it. We did it because I, I hit play after that. So before we started talking, if you were to look at me and Lex... <laughs> it, it, so, so if we had a meet and greet and you didn't know us <laughs> from jump... At all. And we just had stuff on the back of the wall like... 
who matched this attribute to one of the hosts. So who plays golf? <laughs> Carl. <laughs> who had their father in their life? <laughs> Carl. <laughs> who? Uh, what else you be doing? So Damn, you said, I, are you pretty much saying that I grew up with like white prison motherfucker? Nah, I'm. Not, I won't go that far. Okay, I just. I. I don't I'm have... just saying. I'm. You know, we diverse individuals yeah, in many different are. ways. Very, very much so. I, I, like who listens to R and B? Like you would think that, like you know, I probably listen to hardcore rap, and you would be more. Nah, I think I think that stereotypes kind of nah, because I don't think if if it was just me and they said hardcore rap or R and B, they would probably pick hardcore rap. Mm, that would be so. You, yeah, you we ain't worried about bad, that. Yeah, how's your week been, King? It's trash <laughs> again. Yeah, hey, uh, man. We we can get into it later you when I feel like talking people? about it. Nah. <laughs> well, no, I had another one of them one of them people though. What's up with you, man? You just gotta like. I was look. on my walk. It's probably your beard. He he didn't run up on me, but I it knew was the same guy. No, no, no. <laughs> when, when I know when I know he had the so he had like navy pants on. Mm. So I was like, all right, he and he looked like he wasn't in the navy currently, and he was walking by. I did my little face mask thing. He he did he wasn't he was offended, but he didn't physically want to. He didn't have the pop off. But he was like, the hoax is almost over, bro. And I said, well, until then, gave him the, gave him the, gave him the 45 tr- thumbs up. Oh, man. <laughs> and then I just kept it pushing. But, no, yeah, no fisticuffs. It's just uh, a lot of shit going on. I'm not going to get into it. Uh, maybe we can get into it later when it kind of settles down. But uh, it's tra- yesterday was cool. The kids weren't psychos. Took them to the pumpkin patch. And you was really perturbed with me yesterday when you hit me up too. Perturbed. Yeah. Um, he said, "Hey, what time y'all going to the zoo?" No, and I was no, like, no. Man, I wasn't. Was no, no, I wasn't perturbed. No, he's like, she, nah, man. Answer the question. Because she said, "Yo, ask him what time they going." Because I said, because she was making breakfast. She was like, "They ain't about to be going that early. Who goes that early?" Bro, we get up before y'all. You don't. Uh, we do. Like when I say up, I mean like up and ready. Like like y'all be like late to get out the house. Oh, out the house. Yeah, I'll yeah. give you that one. Yeah, because I, I. But can, we be up. Like we can be up. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you up. But like, I have this thing where I feel like most families don't get out of their house until after eleven. And Close. so with that it's being, about right. yeah, yeah, it's about right. So I, my goal is to get out by nine. Shopping is easier. Getting gas, whatever you Good need to you. do on your Saturdays. Yeah, I know most people like to rest. Not me. <laughs> you know what it's mean? not that I want to rest. It's that even if I did, it don't. It don't matter what I want. It's about it's what's happening. Mm, yeah, I'm the. There's four people in my house. I'm option four, as far <laughs> as what what I want to happen. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm number one. I'm Jimmy Butler on my team. No, I know. No, I'm definitely Jimmy Butler. Like, Good for if, you. If I say yo, I'm gonna go out and score 35 hey, tonight. I'm scoring 35 tonight. More power to you, brother. There we go. All right, man. So, look, we're going to have to work backwards today because Jeff acting like he got shit to do. So, mm. we're going to hit him up with Proposition Tuesday. I feel like that was the wrong button. Yeah, that one didn't go either. <laughs> I keep telling you I'm going to get these new keys. All I have to do is add them in here. You be practicing your DJ skills all night but can't hit the ad-lib joint for shit. Not all night. I, I gave them two weeks off, but then I had to show you I was still me. Especially with that uh, Janet Jackson anytime, anytime. You know what I am having? No, no, we'll, we got to get to Jeff. Let's no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 while no, no, while no, the no. phone is ringing, go ahead and do nah, that. That's, it, a, that's a skill. No, nah, he's going to pick <laughs> he up. He's going to pick up because he's in a hurry, allegedly. Oh, okay. You got the propositions out? Sort of. Okay. <laughs> Yo, last week, you know, the. Well, let's just wait till Jeff gets actually. <laughs> See gets what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Feeling the pressure. Is he even going to answer? All of a sudden, he in a meeting. Like, like it's only been. Mate, like, does he? Been damn, like, he might not know I'm you calling. It though. might be legitimately fifteen minutes past. Nah, you probably not picking that number. 
Does he recognize? Is it your number? No, but I called him from the same number last week. Anyway, while that while that goes out, last week we got a lot of good feedback from people in terms of like voting and stuff like that, and I think that it was great because we actually got a chance to like break it down. And when I say get a chance to break it down, and it I, means I don't like, even think we went that deep, but we broke it down. We went deep we, enough. We, to, we went deep enough. We went deep enough to where one of my boys called me. And was like, bro, I have to change my ballot up just based off of the conversation alone and what like Jeff was mm. saying, like arguing other points. And, and me, don't and put that. Sh- Jeff, don't get no credit for that. It was it was one proposition in particular okay. that he was talking about. So yeah, I'm not yeah. going to just not. Yo, you pick up that number that's calling you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a number that's calling you. Pick it up. Two four eight. The two four eight joint. Pick it up. No, that was no. I'm the eight eight nine. Oh, whatever. Uh, pick up this number that's calling you. I'm gonna call him right now from it. Jeff playing. There we go. I was about to say his whole government number on the rest of this. Nah, you should. Nah, I ain't gonna do him like that. Cause, Cause they'd be like, yo, we. That's more work for me. We when get, we get pauses. It out. Yo, 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 Jeff. Fam. Yo, you you dodging bill collectors? <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> gotta nah, do what I gotta do to survive, man. I, I ain't even bad at you, cause now that I think about it, like, cause it is voting <laughs> season. Like, they've been hitting me, you know, when you register, and then they be like, vote yes on this, Carl. I know you're a Democrat. I'm like, At nah, least they bro. get your name right. I've been called David, Scott, all these. <laughs> Everything you look like. Right, but not <laughs> but not my actual name. <laughs> they ain't got no unsubscribe button. Hey, before we jump into Proposition Tuesdays, right, Jeff, what are you, re- are you okay with, like, telling people what you're registered as? Yeah, of course. What I'm a you? Democrat. You're a Democrat. Mm. Lex, what are yeah. you registered as? Out independent. Yes, I am t- man. I might be white. <laughs> I might be a white dude that drives Priuses, man. Because I'm I am registered as an independent, also though. Yeah, but, but oh, man, you know what? Now we, we, let's say that. Well, we'll see how this conversation goes. We don't know how much time we got, but can we talk about? Um, should we do? All right, we're gonna do the props first, and if we have time with Jeff, I'm gonna go into a little bit more current stuff that has to do with the climate that he should be here for. And we'll we'll go that way. So we're gonna jump right into it then. Yeah, Jeff, how much time you got just to know? Now nah, let's just don't ask him. Let's just keep talking until he says he got to go. What kind of shit is that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what we did last week, but I'm pretty sure we didn't do this one. So you say you want to do it kind of theme wise. So this is where we're gonna start. All right, Jeff, you ready? Yes, sir. All right, Prop 16 allows diversity as a factor in public employment mm. education. And contracting decisions. Coming in hot. Hey. <laughs> Bruh, this is affirmative action. Right. It is. Permits government decision-making policies to consider race, sex, color, ethnicity, or national origin in order to address diversity by repealing constitutional provision prohibiting such policies. So yeah, what we so, think about that? So, like, back in the 1970s, um, I believe the 70s, California actually revoked affirmative action. Mm. Sounds about and right. We've seen the impact on our institutions, man. Like California usually it, leads the way. Yeah, unfortunately, with our good decisions and our bad. You yeah. Know? And I think this is an example of one of them. Like, at the end of the day, it's, the fact that it's 2020, right? And, like, on so many levels, black folk have to negotiate, like, have to point out. I feel like we're often being the ones oppressed and then simultaneously have to ex- explain it. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, the rules got to change. If you look at a company and 80% of it are white men, straight men, we got to ask questions. Like, we got to change the rules. And this is changing the rules. 
Some reading that I did though, Jeff, and I and I hate to be that guy. Um, I yeah. wouldn't say necessarily no to affirmative action. I just don't feel like it's enough. You know what I mean? So what the way I look at it is like, you know, let's say this, and, and it's not even let's say this. This is a proven fact. Anybody that's listening, y'all can go ahead and listen in. I mean, uh, you can fact check all this. So with that being said, out of I think roughly home ownership is between sixty five and seventy percent of uh, of Americans in the United States. Of that sixty five and seventy percent, it's dropping rapidly. Black people own about or th- own homes at the rate of about thirty percent of that seventy. Right, so I'm looking at like states or you know national average of people that have that. home ownership and having a home. The reason why I say that is a sign of wealth. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you know that wealth gap. You know we've been lacking in so many other factors outside of just having jobs. And I don't know what kind of dog you have, but we gonna have to fix his bark. <laughs> <laughs> That's his alarm clock. No, nah, I hope not. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is like I feel like education needs to be better. You know what I mean? Because like for like the black person and you and myself, we can have Alex outside of this conversation. <laughs> we won't have a difficult time in obtaining these jobs. You know mm. what I mean? Because we're already established because I'm looking at it from a lens of like we have the education. We have the wherewithal to be able to, you know, obtain these jobs. Maybe we're not getting them for X amount of reasons. But then what about the people or our people that are lacking in regards to like education and everything? Now, I'm not like I said, I'm not saying that that's. I'm not saying that like it's not beneficial, but at the same token, I also feel like there's more than we can do than just to say, oh, yeah, we'll give y'all Negroes jobs. You know what I mean? Like, I I feel like there's just way more that we can do to, on, on top of that. And if you got something to say, can you- I can I ask him? So in the in the booklet, when it talks about the pros and the cons, can I ask him to respond to the con? Yeah, let's do it. Because it feels like we're a consensual. Yes. On this one. Yeah. Yeah. So the con- hesitance. The hesitant yes. So the con, Jeff, the the con in the book says, I thought we supposed to treat everybody equal. Why mm. are we giving them a leg up? Sounds like all <laughs> lives matter to me. Real <laughs> shit. <laughs> you, you're asking me my response to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, you know that's some bullshit. <laughs> it's just like, man, it's funny, right? Like, there's like rules to society and then there's unwritten rules. Okay. Right? Explain that. And and I would say in like, um, you know, sometimes people, people be like, oh, you're being too honest. There are. All right, get out of here. Dog's jealous. That I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, like, I, 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 let me not go off on a tangent, but like, this is a step towards equality or equity. Right. It's not there. It's for sure not there. But if you go ask your boss for a raise. Right. Let's say you say I want to I want a five thousand dollar raise and they come to you, say, I'm going to give you a one thousand dollar raise. You're not going to say, okay, I don't want to raise until I get my 5K. You're going to take the 1K and then figure out how to get that other four. Um, I feel this is one of those, right? Like, this is not equity. This is not, you know, racial justice, but it's a step towards it. But we're not going to, I feel like we're not in a position to play hardball. Right. You know? So we're we going to get the baby steps as we can. And then when, when the time is right, we'll strike a little that harder. That was a nasty statement. That was probably the hardest no, thing it, I heard. That, hey, this week. No, but, but that's real, though. No, he, what, he's saying, bro. yo, as much as we should be swinging for defenses, we got to take these base hits while yeah. we can. Yeah, that was nasty. <laughs> Let, hey, let's move on. Prop 17 restores right to vote after completion of prison term. Mm. 
Bro, like, so I, I think speaking on seventeen and twenty, because we can go in the weeds of these things. Oh right, yeah, let, let's like, let's keep it at seventeen. No, we'll do twenty next, but yeah, yeah. Let's, okay. let's do yeah. We're set, we're specifically talking about seventeen, restoring the voting yep. rights upon completion of prison term to persons who have been disqualified from voting while serving a prison term. Read the pros and cons for that one first. No, no. Well, let's let them talk while I while okay. I read. Yo, like, first off, we know that the criminal system. Right. The prison system is unfair. Right. If you are black, you have a higher just existing. You have a higher chance of we actually is is all three of us. We are all in the quote unquote, as people understand it on this podcast, the group chat. We actually had a conversation about this. Somebody asked us about this and they didn't understand the language. And I told them that this prop was basically it was talking. Uh. This is just another form of voter suppression. Exactly, exactly right, and it's just, and it's pretty much saying w- once society has deemed you like not valuable, um, you can't participate in the aspects that that are real power. Voting is power, right? It's a direct influence on how decisions are made, and if we know, like Republicans and conservatives, um, are really strategic in in in. In what you said, right? Voter suppression. That they are. So by adding as many obstacles to voting mm-hmm. as they can to folks that would go against their interests, they do it. That's and what this, that's this about. This is how it needs to really be seen because I committed a crime. I'm pay- I'm doing my time for it. I don't need any extra too much. Like I'm, you told me I need to go to prison. I'm in prison. You don't need to strip me of all like these extra stuff. Voting should be a the most basic right, mm. right? Mm. It should be the most ba- like bare minimum. Just because I made a mistake, either knowingly or unknowingly, whatever that is, I'm doing my time for it. I should be able to still participate in the Constitution, no? Which is fucking nasty because if you look at it, if you're a convict and you get a job, you still pay taxes. No, but that's all. <laughs> you know no, mean? the whole thing. Like, right, right. But not even that. The whole thing is not only, not only, did, not only did I have to go to prison, but getting a job is the greatest thing I can hope for because most likely I'm not even going to be able to get a job. So you tell me I can't do this, I can't do that, and now I can't vote. But I'm saying on the other side, right? If you did get a job, you're still American enough to pay taxes. <laughs> But you're not American enough but, to vote. Yeah, you know, but see that we can get deeper now. We can talk about well, we, 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 we can talk time. about we can talk about DC and Puerto Rico we, and we, who they all got jobs <laughs> and they don't get to vote about nothing. That, well, that's true too. You can have the Virgin Islands in there too. That's a U.S. territory too. I see where what land you on. But yeah, I, I, I mean, me personally, I mean, y'all know how I am, how I give it up on prison reform, at least to our listeners. You know, I I feel like depending on whatever your 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 uh, your crime is. You know, you should still be able to vote, though. I, I, I believe that to be true. If we're talking, if we're calling these places rehabilitation places or when a person is released on parole and stuff and they're rehabilitated, they should be rehabilitated enough to vote <laughs> and make choices. I mean, even that dialysis center, the one that we're talking about, who's to say that, you know, an inmate or a former inmate, you know, doesn't go out and, and seek, you know, treatment and stuff like that. Why can't they vote on their life? Exactly. We. We got 40,000 people in California that this impacts negatively. Like, yo, some of these elections are get really close, mm. really close. And we just have to really step back and say, who does it serve? You know, and I think in a moment where people are saying 
you know, defund the police um, from a place of they think that funding should go to much better systems. If I have a family member that is, is facing a mental health crisis, I don't want a police officer to show up with a gun. I want a person that has been trained to work with a mental health professional to show up. Uh, we have to really rethink all of these systems. They're, they're, it, it, it's crazy to me, right? Like, I know people that are currently incarcerated that sold weed. And I can go to the store and get CBD gummy bears, right? Like, the contradictions in our society are clear, and this is one of those. A what's, person did their time. They're out. Why aren't they able to vote? What's the cons on it real quick, Lex? I want to hear what the conservative has oh. to say about this. <laughs> the cons were, I feel like, the cons were like, yo, you're going to let these rapists, these murderers have any type of power? Is that is that what it said? Or are you just spitballing it? Yeah, no, that's what it says. Pretty that's much. crazy because it's like, yo, you're sp- you're picking two specific type of crimes. No, and those are violent crimes. I agree that they're messed up. They should, you know, if the, if that's what it was, then, then do your time. But the fact is, you're doing your time. You're already suffering the consequence that you should be suffering. Voting is independent of that. And I'm going to go with my original point still. If those people went and got jobs, they still got to pay taxes. I'm not trying to defend that. No, but those people are in jail working jobs for 20 cents an hour. That is exactly fact, especially if you're in a private, you know, institution. All right, man, let's get to the next prop then. What we got up? Got me changing the damn page again. All right, so he wants to talk about, so prop 20. Restricts oh. parole for certain offenses currently considered to be nonviolent. Oh, here we Authorizes go. felony sentences for certain offenses currently treated the one with only the as misdemeanors. So this limits access to parole program established for nonviolent offenders who have completed the full ter- term of their primary offense by eliminating eligibility for certain offenses. Tell me what that means, Jeff. Yo, Prop 20 is <laughs> the new Jim Crow, bro. Mm. <laughs> not, there's already a new Jim Crow. This, this, is, is, the, this is the new new. Yeah, there we go. The new. <laughs> this is Jim Crow 2020. We in a pandemic, and and they trying to make even more money off of black and brown bodies. Explain how uh, that happens, though, how that process. Yeah, so Prop 20 means that small things like stealing a bike could be charged as a felony. Oh, it's a wobbler, right? Like it, 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 it the it's so it's just too it's extreme, right? It also takes the power away from judges and forces them to apply harsher penalties. Oh, like it's pretty, yeah, like it's it's a at the end of the day, it's, it's just racism and cruelty because we know who these systems impact the most. Um, and it rolls back a lot of progress. So over the past, like, 15, 20 years, California has had some progress. Um, I think, like, Prop 47 is one of them. Um, this pretty much rolls back all of those changes. Prop 47, that was from tw- 2016, right? Yeah, yeah. I was in Texas, so I get some of them confused. But I believe it was 47. Oh, I can't remember that one off the top of my head on what that one was. But I did vote. Whatever it was in favor for for the inmates... Uh, basically, it just meant that, like, instead of charging them, I think Prop 47 was like, instead of charging them automatically, like, with felonies, it made some crimes misdemeanors, and it made people eligible to, like, get released a lot earlier, which I feel like Bro, is great. Yeah, man, I got, I have friends, like, people, yo, I, I got friends and family that have gotten out because of this. You know, it, it's a, 
and this is going to take that back. This is supported by major institutions, no on Prop 20. And um, to be quite frank, it's disgusting that this is even and the, a, a you're, proposition. Yeah, you're on the progress train right now, and I want to get into that right after we finish this last prop. But, uh, yeah, keep going. Are we ready to move on? You ready to cut through? I got one more prop right, that I feel it. kind of fits into the this whole thing. And this is actually the mistake I made. So I thought we were talking about that other prop, but this is the prop this that, is was, the one I thought you that thought, was in the question. Bail system one. Prop 25, a referendum on law that replaced money bail with system yeah. based on public safety and flight risk. So basically a yes vote approves the law replacing money bail with system based on public safety and flight risk. And so that's when I said, you know, cash bail is another form of suppression because who has cash? White people. And so when you have a a bail system like that, uh, more often than not, uh, persons of color aren't going to be able to fulfill that bail. So they're going to be stuck in prison, whether they're innocent or guilty. And the one thing that you got to add to that is, is that you're not guilty until proven so. You know what I mean? That's what it's supposed to be. But in 2020, even before that, it feels a lot different. I watched um, I watched the episode. Of, I, I watched Lock Up. I love Lock Up. And on one of those episodes or whatever, brother, brother man, he got arrested. And he had a job interview, actually, the next morning. <laughs> but because he could not afford the $1,500 bill... He had to sit in there and ended up being late for his job interview and did not get his job. Now, here's the thing. I don't know if he ended up being, you know, guilty or if he pled down to, you know, a lower, you know, uh, pled down to those charges or, or whatnot. But I feel like, you know, you should have a mental health assessment to say, hey, is this person a flight risk? You know, are they are they, you know, a flight? Are they uh, a danger to themselves or any others in the community? Or is this some BS? Because, I mean, even with trials and stuff like that and court and everything, it could take months before you're actually in the courtroom. So why would you spend all of that time where you could potentially lose your work? You could potentially be out of touch for your family. You know what I mean? I feel like, you know, getting rid of the, the money bill system, you know, is going to be a step in the right direction. And and that, you know, people are able to, you know, advocate and say, hey, look, I'm not a flight risk. This is my first time offense. It's my second offense or whatever. I didn't jump away or or take off on my first one like like I just, I personally feel like we should have been, you know, at this a long ass time ago, you know, but the prison systems, again, like Lexa was saying, like people out here building wheelchairs and stuff like that for 69 cents, the prison system, like it's, it's just souped up. You got to pay for the phone time, extra money. You got to pay for your commissary goods and stuff while we feed you bullshit, extra money. You got to pay cash bail and stuff like that. And which when you go to when you do the bail bondsman, although it may say a hundred thousand, you pay ten percent, but ten grand is still a lot of money. If I go to jail for stealing some food out of a store, I'm probably not going to have cash to bail myself out because mm. I stole that food because I was hungry. If we was in Uganda, they'd probably take your foot. Right, but we not. We ain't <laughs> we talking not. about Uganda. Right? <laughs> Jeff, what you think about it? Yeah, y'all, y'all are already know what it is. Um. I do feel like while I agree that that cash bail needs to go, the system that would replace this, there are some critiques of it mm-hmm. that it will be more it, it. It'll be racially fueled and socioeconomically like the way the formulas will work will put a lot of folks at a disadvantage. 
but it's still much better. I think it's it's the same thing as uh, the prop we spoke on earlier, right? Like this is a step towards liberation, and um, yeah, like it, it's a yo, like and if if anything, if cash bail was still to exist, I don't think it should be a flat amount of money. It should be proportional to one's um, income, not income or their current wealth, right? So let's say it was like, oh, you're we don't want you to to, to skip town. You got to put up 1% of the money you have. Mm. So it shouldn't be a fixed rate. Because if I break a crime versus Trump, right? Trump dropping, oh, here's 10000 And they do this sometimes, but it's really up to the judge's discretion. Like, we got to start to get very deep and real about the way in which our systems work. So at the end of the day, it should be no cash bail. And then we need to figure out a better way to work that system. But, uh, yeah, hell no. Cash bail got to go. And if you watch the commercials, these bail their biggest their biggest reason for wanting to stay in existence is they say we pay taxes. What the hell? Oh wait, did I see the con on those ones? What's the con on those? The con on that one. Let me see. The con says Prop Twenty Five was written by Sacramento politicians to take away every Californian's option to post bail and replaces this right with a new discriminatory system of computer-generated profiling administered by government bureaucracies. I mean, that's kind of what he said. So basically, the thing is, they're saying what he said, so we agree that the the solution that is proposed is not great. But we need a solution, period, because what is in power, what is is law right now, is not great. No, especially if you're just locking up brown people. Ain't no money in Hispanic and black households like that, man. And let's be real, Asians too. You know, anybody trying to spend that money to get a little Ray Ray free? <laughs> we try. We, go ahead and let him out. He ain't even a flight risk, man. This is this is his first offense. Hey, while while we got Jeff on the phone, I wanna I wanna talk to him about a more current event. Okay. I wanna ask him about his feelings of the uh, the nominee of the Supreme Court justice because this this is gonna be this is gonna lead to a lot of uh, is it official yet? It's not official yet, but it. But if it is official, it's gonna lead to. There's gonna be a lot of effects, mm. and no, so I I, so I want Jeff to speak on that. More lasting than Trump himself, definitely. But I think it's pretty much official, yo. It's, I have some hope. It's pretty much official, but because you know I'm trying to manifest any more negativity in my life that there already is. <laughs> But we, we just want to talk about what it means and, and what could possibly happen when it does become official. And so so why is this an issue or why is it positive? And if, if there is any positivity to it, I don't want to seem too biased, but it just it just seems pretty cut and dry to me. <laughs> yeah, let's start <laughs> with the positives. <laughs> the positives, at least people now know what we're up against. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. <sighs> It's easy to be like, oh, I ain't got to put in no work or it's all good when it's not clear. But if, if it wasn't clear to you before, it should be very clear that we're now dealing with, you know, um, full-fledged white supremacist, like conservative ideology. So, so, so the background will be – so before all this happened, we had – there was five conservative justices and there was four progressive justices, so to speak. There's nine justices total. And it was five four. So any decision was pretty pretty balanced. And now with uh well, the death of, of RBG RP, who was a progressive, 
Trump is nominating another uh, conservative, which would make it a six-three vote, which would would, in general, to to these main topics, a six-three so, vote would would roll back a lot of progressions in quotation marks. If you feel the progressions, it would roll back a lot of the pro- progressions made in our country. Yeah, so I think first people, and, and we can't go do a full on like right um, political system breakdown, but we have the judicial system, which is Supreme Court, the executive branch, right, presidential office, uh, and then the legislative branch, right. This is our Senate and our House of Reps. Um, each one of those, right, helps ste- together they steer the country, and they all kind of have power over the other. The reason why the judicial Sorry, I'm I'm trying to keep the dog down. Um, the reason why the Supreme Court is such a powerful space is those spaces are for life. Right. Right. They're in there for life. There's no term. And with exactly with her joining, um, we're gonna have very conservative folks in there for a very. And long she's time. relatively young. Yeah, that's the thing. She got at least forty years on her, right? Right, and she's like healthy. And so, so that's exactly. what I'm saying. So one and 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 we can even go deeper to the fact that. All of the things that have happened, all of the justices that have recently been replaced were all replaced by people who lost the majority vote. Think about what that means. That means more people did not want the person in power who nominated a person on the on the judicial system who most people did not want to happen. And these people have to die or retire to change spots. Yeah, so it's it's looking like it's gonna the actual whole system is gonna change because of this. Yes, and I think that so now the thinking is right. Like if we know we have a broken system, and this is gonna make the Supreme Court almost non-functional, in my opinion, not non-functional, but it's gonna function much differently. It's just gonna become a packed Supreme Court. Okay, so we'll talk about that in a second. But let's talk about the top, the main topics that could reach there, that are big things to a lot of people that that it really means something. So we're talking about things like um, voting rights. We're talking about health care, climate change, abortion, same-sex marriage, anti-discrimination, immigration. Those are all the main topics that a lot of people pick their party based on. And, and a lot of those things are going to come up for debate and might make some re- very, very uh, dramatic changes in the upcoming years if this goes through i think it's almost guaranteed now i think one of our hopes is that joe biden is able to become the next president of the united states um so that they can't all just tag up and just steamroll the country right like i think that's like one of my hopes uh and it is looking good if we look at the polls but um I think the Supreme Court is definitely a, a, a dark time in our our in this moment, and um, hopefully it doesn't become the darkest of days. Because if she's able to click up with Trump, man, woo! All right, man. We we yeah. we'll, what we'll do is we'll we'll check in with you uh, next week because we we, yeah, we, we got, got another week. We got some measures left too. So okay, that, let's that, get that, it. that gets real specific. But Jeff, we ain't gonna hold you up any more longer, man. Much love. All Thank right, y'all. brother. Be easy. Hunt it. Peace. Jeff out here wrestling with the uh, chihuahua and everything. <laughs> you could just tell he was off in this thought process like, hey, get off me. <laughs>
All right, man, let's throw some random shit at the wall real quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to thank you to Jeff for spending some time with us. Random shit to uh, fill in some time. So I was watching um, this podcast. It has uh, Brandon Marshall, um, Fred Taylor, um, I think Channing. I, I want to say Channing Fry so bad, but I don't, that's not his name. He was a linebacker for the uh, for the Dolphins. And also Chad Ochocinco, a.k.a. Chad Johnson. Well, actually, Chad Johnson, a.k.a. Chad Ochocinco. And so, Chad, I don't know if you remember watching the Bengals Hard Knocks. I don't know if you were outside at that point or inside watching. I've watched all Hard Knocks. So, do you remember when Chad Johnson went to the Clares and he bought some replica, you know, or fake diamond earrings from Clares? That's, yeah, that's his that's his steez. That's his his claim to fame is like, yo, why do I need to buy all that? Because I feel you. Everybody's already. So he had a clip and I'm not going to play the clip, but he was saying, you know, why would I go out and buy jewelry and all this other stuff if most people have already done the Googles on it? Now, I know I'm asking the frugal God of America right now about these things. But what do you what is your thought process in regards to either buying clothes, jewelry, nice vehicles, whatever, showing your wealth? Has there ever been a time that you've even showed your wealth? Um, even it being a chain. I I mean I guess if you want to say I had a couple years in high school, you know I had the chain from the middle of the mall. I had my class ring on, you know I had the, the throwback jerseys on, but most of that was never purchased at retail price. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm still me. But uh, I mean, I I was accused of being rich because of it. There, I had a quote unquote. My hater, man. I had a quote unquote hater in school who was mad about some other stuff. Like what? I mean, so he noticed I was getting attention from from the ladies mm. in whatever capacity. Yeah. And he just said, "Oh, he just you know the rich white boy that does this, 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 and that. You know, I'm 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 a phony." Yeah. He said he's faking it. Yeah, and and you know most people saw through that. Like, nah, he seems pretty genuine to me. <laughs> but but even through uh, being genuine, you know the whatever he thought it was of me being rich, was like I don't pay full price for nothing, man. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. And that has carried on through my life. You know, I'm I, I look for any chance to negotiate. You know, but uh, no, nah, I I just don't. You know, I I wear the I wear the cubic zirconia earrings. You know, I got a uh, my wedding ring is. Uh, so we went to this little cooking class where they try to sell us some uh, some pots for like two three thousand dollars. Yeah, and and going so they give you a gift, and one of the gifts was like, you get this card for rings. And it wasn't good for no for the woman side, but for me, I was like, eh, whatever metal this is, I was like, it's nothing to me. It all as long looks as your same. finger doesn't turn green, real shit. And it's, it had in four years, it has not turned green. And I was sitting here asking myself, like, when he was sitting there talking, he was like, "Well, who am I trying to impress?" And he was like, he said something that was deep. He was like, "What time is it?" Now go ahead. You can look yeah. at what time it is. Tell yeah. me what time it is. Five forty one. Now let's imagine that you looked at your watch, right? I don't got one. All right, but let's just imagine if you had a watch. Yep. And he said, "How much was that?" It was free. Word. So why am I spending fifty thousand dollars to tell you what time it is for something that's legitimately free? You know what I mean? Like, like time is free. 
You know what I mean? Now, your time is different. Now, that has value to it, whatever your value is on it. But it had me thinking, like, like growing up, like, I always wanted the nicest shoes. I always wanted to have a gold chain and stuff like that. Matter of fact, it was to the point, man, like, I would say in my early 20s, towards my mid-20s, I was out here buying fake chains just to look like I had it. I wouldn't buy a real chain. I had the money to do so, but I wouldn't buy a chain. And the only reason why I wouldn't buy a chain is because it didn't make financial sense. Like, I have to give up X, Y, and Z just to be able to show you that I have X, Y, and Z in the bank. You know what I mean? Were you the victim of any type of bullying when you were young? I was the victim of black culture. Okay. Because you, when right. you come from nothing, yeah, it's like- uh, uh, One of them chains was considered a, a win. Yeah, it's like, yo, I'm going to show you that I got it. You know what I mean? And it's like, why do I need to show you that I got it other than- just act like a person that got it. I can feed you knowledge and everything. And so, like, I, I was thinking about, like, rap culture. I feel like you have... And here's the other thing. Like, I feel like a lot of rappers wear fake chains. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, a lot of them lease vehicles. You know what I mean? And that, and that's what you're supposed to do. And they, they, they really deep dive in this episode about, like, taxes. He was like, yo, if you make a million, yo, put 40% away off top because Uncle Sam is coming. You know what I mean? Most people don't think about stuff like that, man. So it's like... I, I don't know that that really encapsulated me, man, for real. Like when I was just sitting there listening to these brothers talk and everything. So, yeah, I got to get somebody in here that wore jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> you wore earrings. I ain't never wear no earrings or nothing like that, man. You you big ball. <laughs> All right. That's another one that we're going to spitball. Oh, yeah. So I was talking to Cease. I talked to Cease like at least three or four times a week. Now we're back friends again. <laughs> <laughs> and we were talking about the minimum wage that we would work for now currently <laughs> yeah, yeah now. that's a good question <laughs> that was a, and i was sitting up here thinking and i'm gonna throw my number out mm. so that we can get to yours we talking about before taxes after taxes i did mine's after taxes okay my minimum 26 dollars an hour it's reasonable yeah that's or for where you at, I guess. That's enough for me to survive at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, 26 is my number. Any other, Anything other than that, I, I take EDD. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just start selling weed or something on the you side. You know what I'm saying? EDD going to be a little lower than that. I know, but I'm going to have a side hustle on the side. I'm not going to work that hard for, for $23 an hour. I just can't do it at this okay. point. So what do you think your, your low number is? <laughs> Off top. And don't base it off of mine. That's nah, just, it, yeah. that sound that sound about right. I'm gonna go 25 just so I'm not you know flexing any type of white privilege. <laughs> I'll go 25. It seems like a round number. With seems no like benefits or benefits already included. I see now you're doing this. All right, uh, I got to throw a curveball. I got to make you different for me. Let's hey, say, let's, I, I feel like the benefits I got cost a lot of money. Yeah, they do. that I don't that I don't pay any additional to. Oh man, that's good. Courts in session because that's the real right. So there. if it's no benefits, I'm probably gonna need about about thirty five. Thirty five. But if it's the benefits I got now, I I can do twenty five. You could do twenty five. Okay, thirty five with the benefits, twenty five. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't go any lower, man. Anything else would just be like a slap in the face, man. But we also got and I'm know, not... X amount of responsibilities not everybody has. That's true, but also at the same time. Responsibilities token, that Cease don't have. What was his number? His number is about 25. He's got a lifestyle that he needs to maintain. No, I get that, yeah, but I'm saying it's different for different reasons. Uh, he might be responsible for other people. I don't know a okay. situation like that. No, no, nah, nah. you, you just put out a uh, conspiracy theory. He might have some... Uh, some children he don't know about. Nah, that even, he might have family that just got have an outreach farm. You know, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> quote unquote family. <laughs> Still family. <laughs> But I was just saying, like, like that when we started talking about that, I was like, yeah, because we started, like, you know, I worked in a group home, man, and we was making like thirteen dollars an hour. That was like ten years ago. I was like, bro, I can't do this no more. That you know, that reminds me, there's certain jobs you wouldn't expect to make that low of an amount. Yeah, and, and what comes to mind for me would be uh, EMTs. Oh, they don't make enough. No, so they're pretty much minimum wage. Yeah. And so I always thought about it. You know, my brother being an EMT, or he was, I'm not going to lie. I don't know what he really does right now. (laughs) But he was an EMT for a long time. And I'm like, yo, you, whatever it was, $10, $12 an hour. Like, I'm running red lights in the middle of however much traffic. To to, save somebody's life. To save someone else's life for $12 an hour. I can get sideswiped from somebody going X amount. You know what I mean? You spitting right now. <laughs> Am I going to do that for minimum wage? No. I don't know. I probably wouldn't do it for probably free. Probably not. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, I'm. yeah, when you look at it, it's, it's messed up in the game, man. Here's another Here's another profession that I feel like is underpaid. Um, Not the nurses, the CNAs. Okay. If I got to wipe your ass every day. Mm. <laughs> Pay me. No, I broke down as much as uh, daycare costs are, at least locally. Yeah. When you really break it down for as many hours as they spend there, it don't seem like that much. It doesn't. It's just they there for a long time. And you got to transform your whole house to be safe for that kid to be there. There's so you don't that, really- but it's like, damn, like I'm underpaying you, but I can't pay you no more. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. That's real. That's real. All right, here we go. Let's get into uh, shit you wasn't outside for. Finish it. I got one for you. That's another one that doesn't even go. I only got one on the list. I'm okay, a, I'm yeah, I got some. Freestyle. I'm a free. <laughs> All right. Yo, I really did not plan this episode. That it's well. going okay. It's so going far. okay. It's cool. It's in reverse order. But so. you panic because this is what you don't like. I didn't panic. I texted you four hours ago. I was like, yo, I ain't got shit. <laughs> like, I can't. But, with but a when skeleton. I ask you to freestyle, you be like, no, no, no. We about to drop half the listeners. I had about forty percent of the episode already completed. I knew what. Th- here's the thing right. with Jeff. I knew that was gonna count some time out. So like that's why. Well, I, was well, like, I, I added some extra stuff. That's cool. And we already had fifty four minutes. Let's in. go. All right, here we go. So shit, you wasn't outside for. You remember the homies' toys? <laughs> <laughs> you know they got tortilla chips now. Wait, what are you My about? man. Maybe we talking about something different. Go ahead. Would you wait? <laughs> Nah, we talking about something different. Go ahead. I, you don't remember the toys that you would put fifty cents into the machine and to give you the homies, and he's in the khakis. <laughs> you know when I say the khakis, you know what yeah, I'm talking fresh about. Fresh pressed. Yeah, yeah, all all that. You don't remember? And so there was the, the reason why I'm setting that up is because there was a whole theme. Do you remember MySpace? I do. Okay, so with MySpace, you would be able to post on someone's wall and everyone can see it. Right? That was pre Facebook and everything else. And so the big thing was people thought GIFs and stuff like that were big or GIFs. Or is it GIF or GIF? Are you asking the wrong? Yeah, I'm asking the wrong. We're going to go with GIFs, okay? People think that GIFs and everything are big is big right now. But back in the MySpace days, you would copy and paste those GIFs, and it would be like the homies, like the one dude peeing on a Cadillac or whatever okay. on somebody's wall. And so my thing is, is that these kids that right now, they, they, they getting moving GIFs now. Yeah, there's a lot know, going on in there. They them. don't know what it's like. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a way it's a way a lot more. <laughs> you can actually make your own up. I, I used to have to ask myself back in the day, like, cause this was before apps. People be quick too. They, like I know apps. I like people be responding to me or in the group chat 
off of somebody just posted a question and they respond with an appropriate GIF, GIF, whatever you call it. Yeah, in the text message. And I'm like, did you have that on deck? Like, <laughs> you and you could just search it. But like, like that's how far like coding and stuff like that in the internet is going. Because I remember I used to have to copy and paste it off of somebody's wall and paste it on another one. Okay. Okay. So what else you got for me? You look like a man who. Oh uh, uh, shit! Dude. <laughs> nah, don't start like that. Nah, man. you you look like don't you fit. Like you that. look like you might fit a G unit wife beater. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't start like that's not even. You, you had you outside. a G unit. You had a that G unit. A, I asked you what you was outside for. He gonna tell me you look. Don't add, don't tell you me look what like, I look like. You might not have been outside, but you look like you might be a perfect fit for a G unit wife beater. I definitely had G unit <laughs> shoes though. Okay. Yeah. Did you have a pair? Did of you shoes? respond to the commercial? Was no, you, my brother did. Did he really? Yeah, I, no. I've been Nike from 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 day one. I wonder who Reebok. I didn't always up. have Nikes, yeah, but I've been Nike from day one. I didn't always have them on, but I wanted to. Shut the whole time. Up. I'm not trying to. He said. He said I didn't always have them. <laughs> but yeah, my brother had the shoes. He had the shoes. He had the shoes. Okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't here for it. They were ugly. They were terrible. Yeah. They were, they were, but they had a whole commercial. You can do nothing in those, but walk. <laughs> you can shoot nobody, shoot a basket, nothing, none of that, man. You couldn't do anything in them shoes. But you had the wife beater. You did a couple push-ups did, in them. I looked it up. <laughs> you, yeah, I looked it up. It was forty-five bucks. I'm not spending forty-five on a white beater. Mm. Not even back then. As a kid, I was like, nah, I'm cool. I can buy so okay. much more with this money instead of buying the white beater. So on, uh, what was your first car? I had Acura Integra. The Integra, right? Yeah. You throw some spinning rims on that joint? I didn't. Not even the not even the plastic ones? Matter of fact, no. <laughs> <laughs> the nah, ones from AutoZone? My dad had some rims on because it was it was my dad's car first. They were spinning? They weren't spinning. I never had spinning. I'm talking rims. about they were spinning. Oh, you're talking about the plastic spinners. No, I'm well, I'm talking about spinners in general, but for our purposes, based on what I think we had uh financially back then, what we could afford. They had some plastic joints yeah, at AutoZone. The silver joints, yeah. If you want to call that silver. You would silver. normally see it on <laughs> <laughs> platinum chrome. <laughs> you would see them on a Toyota Tercel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so nasty. When the wheels stop, Name the basketball player spinning. who started it. Latrell's free yeah, All right, there you go. All, all right, man. man. Look at him for the culture. Don't say that. Nah. I'm older than you. <laughs> Don't do that. You just able to wipe your ass before me. That's all that that means. <laughs> I don't know how delayed I was as a child. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I definitely do remember the Latrell Spreewells, man. But see, by the time I got a car, I got a car with 07. I swear Spreewells is out by then. It was 03. probably out by then. Yeah, they were done by then, like 03, 04. Yep. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> before I got up here, this might be 2020, as crazy as it sounds. I might have hooked up the most DVD players in, during this year than I have my whole life. Like right now? My mom just asked me to hook up another one. For real? Yeah. She got, got them in every room. She got a different room uh, finished, if you will. And she was like, you want to hook this up? I was like, oh, you mean the one from upstairs that I did a few weeks ago? No, I got another one. All right. I'm not, I mean, DVD players at this point, they're about $25. <laughs> but you haven't talked to her and let her know that. No, no, no. She asked me today. I was like, because one of the movies wasn't working. Because remember, we were talking about this whole like uh, domain area where they don't work. They only work in certain countries and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So this movie wasn't working when I hooked it up. And then so I, I said, give me another movie. It worked. And she's like, I just don't understand. I was like, she's like, is it a bad DVD player? I was like, mom, they're, they're pretty much obsolete. But what about everybody that buys DVDs? I said, nobody buys DVDs. Mm -mm. She said, huh, 
Like I didn't tell the same shit about six weeks ago. She's probably wondering how people are getting the movies in the pandemic right now. She's getting there. I mean, she got the smart TV now. She it's just like so you know why? she understands Netflix. It's like you're almost there. I don't think she understands it. She nope. don't understand, but she but she's attempt like she knows the name. She we're getting there, but you know she gonna waste a little bit more money before no. we get there for sure. We ain't gonna live like that. <laughs> we not gonna live like we gonna get BJ right. Pause. Uh, mm. <laughs> I hate to pause your mom in the same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> you ain't think for read them and week. <laughs> You didn't even do it, uh. I don't, but uh, we can talk about. We don't got to talk about them. We're at an hour in now. We could just go ahead and dip. I mean, we can, but I don't have none for no three for three cheers. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> I've, I've been, I've man, I get real anxious about that every week. What like, about three cheers? Like I ain't got nothing to celebrate. I ain't got nothing to celebrate. Man, you you need help. But I want to <laughs> ask you how how you feel about Ice Cube. Oh, all right. Give the story real quick, and that's so what Ice Cube. So, with. so some people. Now, some, I know some people. Something happened. <laughs> don't, don't, so don't Ice something. Cube, he he gave the current presidential administration his plan, his uh his black plan, if you will. For I don't know what it's called, but that's what he gave. You know, he gave him he gave it to the current administration, and people are giving him flack, like, oh, you're over here supporting Trump, doing this and that. They start bringing up old lyrics like when he said he'd never have dinner with the president, blah, blah, blah. And here you are in 2020, you know, uh, doing what, what helps you out. And what I'm saying is a lot of people don't understand. He submitted that same plan to both sides because he said he's more on the, along the lines. I guess my question would be there's certain there's certain people that are saying, you know, black people for too long have been voting for Democrat for free, whether they do something for us or not. And most of the time they don't do nothing, but we vote for them anyway. And so cube is along the same lines is kind of saying the same thing. Like I'm, I, 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 you know, I have a plan. I gave it to both sides because the Democrats for, for in his mind have not done as much as, they probably should have for the amount of support they've gotten over the years. So I give it to both sides. Cause I, if I want to support who's going to support us, but in the, in the, the mainstream media or however it was put on social media was, Oh, he's over here hanging out with Trump telling, telling him this is what we want was good, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, nah, he gave it to both sides and he's trying, he's talking to both sides, but it was put out as he's supporting Trump. Yeah. And so the danger of something we, you know, we were talking about, like, we never know what's true. You know, we were talking about the social dilemma a few weeks ago, and it's like, we never know the whole story. So the headline was, Cube talks to Trump. So now he's, the people who do the canceling are trying to cancel him, but it's like, nah, I gave the same thing to both sides. I'm just listening to whoever's trying to listen to me. Um, I'll make this one simple, man. Uh, I feel like the first thing you said was like people are holding him to like lyrics from like 30 years ago. I feel like if he didn't grow in 30 years, I would have a lot of concern. Do you think he's grown? Because no, he has, he has grown to the point where he doesn't stand by his lyrics anymore. And and here's the thing. Most people don't understand that like 80 to 90% of rap music is fake anyway. It's to get a rise out of people. You know what I mean? And so at the end of the day, like, do I think that 
you know, some rappers walk around with guns and all this other stuff. Yeah, I'm sure they do, but they ain't out here doing what you think they doing, man. A lot of that shit's fabricated. But at the same token, I feel that he is right in that you don't need to pander to both sides. And because you don't pick a side, if you do something that, you know, especially now, like we have a Republican president that's, you know, in, in, in office right now. So if he sends it to both sides, of course, maybe Fox News is going to take the story and say, hey, Ice Cube is working with Donald Trump or whatever. It looks good for them and it looks good for black votes. I mean, that's what they're going to do. I don't feel like he needs to be stuck with Democrats. I don't feel like he needs to be stuck with Republicans. I feel like he should have freedom of choice. But not everyone, everybody shares that same sentiment. And we can deep dive into Democrats at another time, but I'm going to let you get your shit off real quick. No, no, I, I agree that, you know, you should send it to both sides. If, if you feel oppressed no matter what, which, you know, you probably should be, then, yeah, I want to listen to whoever wants to listen to me because I'm trying to progress forward for myself and for for my people who don't get the same opportunities to move forward. So that's fine. I don't necessarily agree. I don't know how much I would say he's actually grown from his lyrics of 30 years ago. Uh, I'm not saying I disagree with everything, but I, I would say that for 2020 purposes, a lot of what he said 30 years ago might be viewed as a problem. And I feel like some of the things he's been posting recently, especially this summer, has kind of reinforced that maybe he hasn't grown as much. But that doesn't mean all of it was wrong. But that that was my only thoughts. Maybe he didn't grow as much as maybe you think he did. But but I'm not going to fault him for sending it to both sides. He's not the same person he is. I, I'm just going to put that out there right now. He's definitely not the same. He's got to... He's had a family, all kind of stuff, you know, throughout the time and everything, man. I'm not saying he's the same, but I'm saying some of some of the topics he talked about 30 years ago, I'm pretty sure he might still believe in today. I'm not saying that he doesn't believe in it, but I'm definitely saying that, like, he's changed as a person. How he delivers that message definitely has changed. That's what I'm getting at. So I'm not saying that, like, oh, he's 100%, you know, changed his whole values and everything. But, you know, it is what it is, man. You're going to appreciate this. I don't know if you know anything about this. Uh, you got a three cheers? Uh, do I have a three cheers? Is there anything for me to cheers about? <sighs> I don't have any three cheers, man. That's sad. You got anything that you can? No, nah, I told you how my week was. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I anything, anything you're grateful. For? I mean, I'm grateful for. Nah, see, now you're trying to make me seem like I'm unappreciative. No, nah, I got one. Three cheers for my cousin, uh, Miles. He's starting up his own business. It's called Get Right Boxing. You can find him on Instagram. I believe it's at Miles Wright uh, underscore. Let me not butcher this, man. It sounds like someone we need to talk to once he gets it up and running. Once he gets it up and running. Well, he's, I mean, he's up and running now. He's getting it from the mud right now. And what I appreciate from him, you know, more than anything is that um, he's running this boxing program. We're doing it out in the backyard and, you know, he's trying to make it socially distant and everything. Uh, but we've been at it now for a month and a half. He got me looking, you know, Tyson-like. You shredded. I'm not shredded. I'm Tyson-like, though. Miles underscore right. That's W uh, W R I G H T. And the name of his uh, his business, once he gets it going, is going to be called uh, Get Right Boxing, which is a pretty dope name, you know. But uh, I, I definitely appreciate it. I, I see he's growing a little more. I told him, I said, bro, spread these classes out. Keep cleaning these mitts off and everything. You know, we got to be as safe as possible. But, you know, shout out to him, man. I mean, I, I never envisioned myself boxing or anything like that. I always thought about doing it, but wasn't motivated. Um, the pandemic gave me, you know, that little extra, mm, you know, just to try it out. And so, you know, I've been doing it now for a month and a half. And, 
you know, he's got some pretty good rates and he'll and he'll work with you. And he actually comes to you. He'll be a mobile boxing. So, you know, I know your son needs to get his hands right, you know, so, you know, help him he out. He need to get his feet right right now. He got, <laughs> he got his mama's coordination. Oh, man, that sucks. <laughs> no, don't nobody want anything to do with their mom's physical attributes if you're a boy. <laughs> All right. Any three cheers for you? Nope. All right, man. <laughs> um, Let's just get up out of here, man. We go, we go get up out of here. Back to the one take. What what one take? The DJ one take? Nah, I'm not. I, I ain't got nothing loaded up or nothing. Here we go. Is this gonna play? Oh, it's not authorized. Whatever. <laughs> we ain't gonna be able to play nothing to get up out of here. Uh let's just play this. Here we go. Is this gonna work? Nope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, you know what? Here we go. I feel like if you're going to be boxing, you might need to get you a jean and white beater. I'm sure they're not $45 no more. I actually don't wear a white beater, though, to, to keep it real with you. Sometimes I go in there just skins. Like, I'm like, oh, it's skins day today. You Showing know, off I'm, some tattoos. Tattoos, all kind of stuff, man. Or You I, regret any of the tattoos you got right now? Oh, for sure. Mm. Can you name this off of the clap? You can't name it off the clap? I didn't hear a clap. I'll tell you what. It's a Jimmy IV speech. I didn't hear a clap. Oh, that clap. A powerful thing. No idea what that is. Is that Nip? Nope. Makes me feel good. Finally okay. got you. He's got a lot of firepower. There we go. If I'm not going to find another way to end this podcast. I'm just going to keep ending it like this. I swear to God, next week I'll have some oh, no, way hot more content. I actually went to the zoo with my powerful. kids yesterday, so... The hell with y'all. Spreading the Rona. This is the time with my kids. Oh, I didn't touch shit while I was in there. But it's all in a day's work. Damn. Damn. I was thinking of Steve Jobs. Nah, that's Jimmy. No, I know. I'm saying where I, where I thought this was going. But no, this makes perfect sense. Yeah. All right, man. This is Dr. Dre from the Compton album. All in a day's work. I'm going to appreciate y'all for listening to us. You was an outside podcast, episode 12. I didn't say episode 12 in the beginning. I should have. But we out of here. Well, that's three months.
Even though my surroundings only show me crime and violence That was back when the rapper needed guns way more than a stylist And that was back when I felt like rappers were true motherfucking riders We were back in the day when I was a fucking youngster, man Shit, I was still saying fuck the police